This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center. Family owned and operated. A no pressure laid back atmosphere and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I'm always high on the hogs, guys. <laughs> I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Tommy, Chuck, and Ty, you guys are the gold standards of sports talk radio. He bleeds to Arkansas. It is super easy to throw around the phrase, he's one of a kind, or to say that someone marches to the beat of their own drummer. But in the case of Mike Leach, there aren't enough phrases or cliches or even words in the dictionary to accurately describe the man of whom they didn't merely break the mold. There's no way anything as rigid as a mold could have been used to create him in the first place. Every single day of Michael Charles Leach's 61-year life was an exercise in non-conventional thought. Hey, this is Darren McFadden. You're listening to The Morning Rush. Live from the Bush Light Studio. Bush. 40-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry. On your favorite Arkansas sports talk station. Were you going to have a party here tonight, son? I don't know what that was all about. Streaming live from hitthatline.com. That seducer and spoiler must be stopped. He's extremely dangerous. This is The Morning Rush with Ty Richardson, Tommy Kraft, and Chuck Barrett. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The Morning Morning Rush starts right now. That was the voice of ESPN.com's Ryan McGee, who I thought done a really good job illustrating what Mike Leach has done for college football over the years. We only got a handful of minutes to react to his passing yesterday. 
We're going to talk a lot more about it this morning in addition to Arkansas football news, some basketball stuff as we get ready for the Bradley game in North Little Rock this weekend. And maybe we'll even get to a little beef on What's Your Beef Wednesday. I think we even got some stuff from the, the Liberty Bowl. I'm going to talk some more about that. So uh, plenty to get to. We're brought to you by Farm Credit. If you have a loan with a variable to balloon interest rate and you're worried about what the payment will become when your balloon when your uh, balloon note or your variable rate note changes, Farm Credit can put those, ease, those uh, concerns to the side and ease that with a long-term fixed rate right now for the life of your loan. Long-term fixed rates offer peace of mind. If the rates drop, you can refinance then. And uh, right now, you can get the longest terms in the ag industry. Get yourself in protection with Farm Credit. Find an office near you at myaglender.com. That's myaglender.com. Farm Credit is an equal housing lender. I know a lot of people in Starkville and in Mississippi and those who don the maroon and white are angry that Mike Leach is no longer with us, not just because of the football coach, the acumen that he brings to the table, but because they genuinely like the guy. At 61 years old, he has a legacy that stretches beyond just football. It stretches into a bunch of different things. This is a guy that enjoyed a variety of topics. He was big on the war tactics, which I thought was kind of interesting. If you remember, he actually taught a class when he was in Pullman, Washington, in Washington State. So his his interest exceeded just not just football but a variety of different things well he was an attorney he was a smart guy clearly he he passed the bar and never i don't know if he never practiced law but obviously he was a football coach not a lawyer uh, by trade but uh gives you a level of the sense of 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 intelligence that he had I, i think most coaches have a pretty high level of intelligence but most aren't you know people that pass law school and pass the bar either so um, I always found that unique about him, but eccentric would be another word I would use when it came to Mike Leach. He had a, a, a style of, uh, of, of dissecting a topic that was unique and different, uh, and would get into, get into details that, uh, were unlike any other when it, whether it was a wedding or it was Halloween candy, didn't matter. He, uh, or football, he could talk about it all or the playoff system. Um, we're starting to see a lot of those clips get, uh, put back in front of us right now and enjoy, uh, you know, just the, the the quirkiness, the uniqueness, and the eccentric personality of Mike Leach. He, as you just addressed, would talk about anything. It didn't have to just be football. And there are stories after stories after stories of just kind of his character, in addition to just his intellectual habits. I think about in 2000, 22 years ago, when Oklahoma and Texas are going at each other, and it might have been 99, and Leach intentionally writes a fake first 20 play script, gives it to one of his GAs to intentionally drop in front of the Texas sideline. The Texas coordinators think they have the Sooners play script, the first 20 or so plays, and it's just a complete fraud. And they ended up going out to, I think, a 17-0 lead. Who thinks about doing that? A coach. Mike Leach. <laughs> and that's just coach. that's crazy. That actually worked. But it's Paranoid stuff like coach. that that <laughs> ends up just being in, in, yeah. incredible and a and, and a and a talking point that we get to discuss this morning. Well, it's incredibly sad. Um, it was certainly quite sudden. You know, he was at football practice Saturday. You know, became ill on Sunday and had the the medical event and what appears to be, from many reports, a a heart attack. But 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 at the you know to a broader term, a cardiovascular event was was left and, and it was not found you know after having this for for several minutes and, and I think that's um, 
certainly a, a large factor into his passing. So uh, it's sad. Uh, you know, football didn't get better with his absence. It won't be better without him. It, it makes uh, the dynamics of the West and what Arkansas needs to do different. Uh, but uh, right now, all of that can wait for a later day um, after you see someone that, you know, there's not many days before. I mean, Mike Leach had been around forever for me. But probably not very many days in your football memory, Ty, that Mike Leach wasn't the head coach at either Texas Tech or Washington State or, you know, the story from Texas Tech or, or certainly here in the last few years at Mississippi State. And you feel for Zach Arnett, who's taking over as the interim head coach, he's the defensive coordinator. You feel for Bracky Brett, who's the interim athletics director, who announced yesterday they will play this upcoming bowl game against Illinois because that's what Coach Leach would want to do. You just feel for that entire fan base. And, I think about just some of the the tragedies that have occurred over the years for Oklahoma State, for Marshall. Those are the ones that kind of come to mind uh, recently. And uh, Baylor had one years ago where a player killed another player, something like that. I mean, there there's just stuff that that happens that it, it not necessarily tears a fan base apart, but it tears you up inside. And for Mississippi State to have to deal with this in 2022 after beating Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl, an emotional win. I know Lane Kiffin was talking about that, the hug they embrace, the the friendship that they have. It's just a difficult spot for, for any family and fan base to be in right now. No, and, uh, you know, there's going to be harder questions and conversations that come in the days ahead because certainly the direction of your your athletic program with where you go with the AD, and now you're in, a, as you said, an interim AD situation what do you do about a coaching search? Uh, so there's, I mean, all those conversations and questions will come, but they're realities. And uh, I think being, you know, a couple arms length removed from it, easier for us to think about. But uh, just the suddenness of this, I mean, it, it happens in our lives where, uh, you know, someone close to us has something of this nature happen. And, you know, there was no long illness. There was no, you know, time to say goodbye. There was no bracing yourself for this it just happened you just woke up one morning and found out the news that hey here, here's what's going going on with mike leach and a couple of days later he's gone so i mean it uh you know it, it just uh it makes you appreciate things a little more and i know that's been said over and over it makes you want to hug those close to you uh just a few more times so certainly uh if you're mississippi state you know that there's uh you know there's time to evaluate all this, but you know, I I don't know how to, I, I don't know what you'd say or how you would feel as a fan for someone that you felt affection for, but probably in most cases didn't know. I mean, how many how many fans really get to know yeah. the head coach? And I and it's very difficult situation because they have a business to operate and a head coach to find, but there's almost this time period that you have to wait or people are going to look down upon you. And I would not want to find myself in that athletic director's shoes or the president's shoes for that matter and what they have to do in the coming days. All right, Chuck will be in in about 20 minutes. We'll get some of his uh, thoughts, and I'm sure he's going to have uh, some different unique takes on Mike Leach uh, when he joins us here at about 6.30 this morning. Hey, with Christmas just around the corner, there's no better gift to give to that outdoorsman on your list then something made right in Arkansas. How about a fishing lure from Pradco? They fit perfectly in a stocking. You could get several and wrap them up in a gift bag or a box or something. The Umbrella Flash Mob Jr., the Smithwick Original Suspending Rattling Rogue. If you got someone in your family that loves to go crappie fishing and you, and you love to eat those 
crappie slabs when they catch them. Man, there's nothing better than a mess of crappie. Help them catch some of those fillets for you this year with the Bobby Garland Baby Shad. It makes the perfect holiday gift, and they're made right here in Arkansas. In fact, they make them in their Fort Smith plant by the millions. So uh, that's another neat story for all of us behind the scenes is these Pradco lures are made right here in our own state. Find them today at Walmart, Bass Pro Shops, Academy, LureNet.com, and your favorite tackle store wherever you live. That's the Bobby Garland Baby Shad, the Smithwick Original Suspending Rattling Rogue, the Umbrella Flash Mob Junior, or anything made by Pradco. When we come back, let's talk about this Arkansas basketball game this Saturday. It is sold out inside of Simmons Bank. <laughs> Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your number one source. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. Good morning to the Morning Rush, everybody. Hogs go back door. Makai Mitchell with a flush. Black with the assist. Makai with a throwdown. Hogs within one. The Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Brought to you by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. You can listen to it at hitthatline.com or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. So it was announced earlier this week that the Arkansas Razorback basketball game inside of Simmons Bank Arena this Saturday at 3 is sold out. Let's talk about that coming up. Hey, we're brought to you by Sassy's Barbecue, one of our favorite places right here in Northwest Arkansas to chow down, whether it's wings, whether it's brisket, those sweet potato tots are an awesome side. There's some also some different stuff on that menu. You like the chicken fried steak. I hear the catfish is the best on Weddington. I did not tried it. We need to try that out sometime. I tried the, um, we like the, the honey sriracha wings. They got some uh, chipotle sriracha um, tacos. They got brisket tacos as had. well. They were really, really good. It's a little bit different. I mean, if you go in and get a group and not everybody wants barbecue, they got the tacos. They come with chips and queso. They got great appetizers as well. So they could go to like the menu at Sassy. So whether it's a ball game coming up, uh, hey, that 8 o'clock game against uh, UNC Asheville, you'd have plenty of time before to, to go have dinner at Sassy. So stop in either location, the original Red House on College uh, or off of uh, Steamboat Drive. We're on Steamboat Drive off of Weddington in Fayetteville. Barbecue, catfish, burgers, and more. Nobody does it better than Sassy's. Eat, drink, and be sassy. I will be getting the sassy stack next time I go. Prime brisket, pulled pork, smoked sausage with onions, pickle, cheddar cheese, barbecue, and a side. That's what I will be getting next time I go to Sassy's and see Alan and his team over there. Alrighty. Game this Saturday, 3 o'clock, 2.30 pregame right here on ESPN Arkansas. Hit that line.com. Me and Derek will have hog reaction following the game. I'm excited. I wouldn't plan on going. Now I'm going because I don't want to miss any of the action. No television. Just a reminder. That's how it is in North Little Rock. This is going to be a fun game. It's a homecoming game for Nick Smith Jr. and Devontae Davis. And you just saw this team show out in Tulsa. I thought Chuck made a really good point on the latest edition of his podcast that this team's made for the bright lights. Even in a loss in Maui to Creighton, 
they showed up. They played good. They just didn't win at the end. And then the San Diego State game, they followed it up with an overtime performance that they ended up capturing a win. It's been a fun team to watch thus far, and I don't think that changes on Saturday. No, I think uh, it'll be a treat, and hopefully they take care of business. Uh, I only thing I worry about, and I, it may be a little bit of a sluggish start, Coach addressed this in his coach's show the other night that you know, they've kind of had some some rough games down there. I think you come off of finals week, maybe practice hadn't been the way you quite want it because of time and schedule uh, and, the, and the ability to, to really focus in, you know, with the finals and everything going on that the that the athletes have to, to also concern themselves with that week. So uh, this has not always been, you know, just a stem to stern, top-notch performance for 40 minutes. So I think the earlier start, and Chuck asked him, and we can talk about this with Chuck, hey, uh, you moved the game time up a little bit this time versus previous, and are you trying to get back earlier? And he goes, no, we're trying to get a different result. So he's clearly aware of, hey, we hadn't had great starts down there um, and always had the right outcome in Little Rock. They went two years ago with Moses and the guys. I don't even remember. Three years ago, they beat, I think, Valparaiso because Adriel Bailey got that big block. They went two years ago or they lose two years ago too? I, I can look. So Hofstra, they obviously lost last year. I think the the thing about this team that I've noticed, and maybe y'all have too, is the second half when they come out, that's when they come out guns hot. Sometimes they almost don't start the beginning of the first half or close out the half like you wanted to, but seems like more often than not, this basketball team in the second half explodes right off the bat and puts it on their opponent. That's what I've picked up. And defensively, they might not have the best first-half performance, i.e. Oklahoma, who shot 62%. But in the second half, they started to play a little better. They switched things up. That's what Eric Musselman, as did Bobby Petrino, is a special coach at. And that's halftime adjustments. He seems to make them more often than not and help him in his favor. Two years ago, it doesn't look like they played there. And remember, that was COVID year, so... ah. Wasn't wasn't a game down there that I am seeing on the uh, in the media guide. Then you go back to the nineteen season. They played Valparaiso, like I said, won that game by four. You go back to the eighteen season, played UT San Antonio, won that game by twelve. So um, it's just a weird it's a weird week. You got finals and guys aren't in their typical rhythm. I mean, y'all took finals whether it was in junior high, high school, college. I mean, it's just you're a lot of studying. Your mind's focused on schoolwork and now you're trying to get back in the swing of basketball. Now, some guys will have more finals than others. Some will be in, in a situation where some of their finals are at the beginning of the week or whatever, and they have more time. But it's just it's a week of different focus, and they need to get back in a rhythm. They don't need to drop this game on Saturday. I don't think they will. I think they'll come out. And I know that Coach said that last year didn't matter for Oklahoma, but I think for Devo and Kamani, who witnessed what, occurred in Tulsa it did matter and again for Devo he wants to show out and have a better performance than that team did last year I think this game matters regardless if they're not playing the same team the showing in Little Rock that they didn't have last year matters to this basketball team well, I, I agree and um, you know they overcame obviously that's not going to define your season necessarily um, didn't keep them from making the Elite Eight but it's yeah. a it's a blemish that you know, if it comes down to it and it is really tight at the committee table on a seed, you'll be a four-seed or a five-seed, a three-seed or a four-seed. A game like this that you dropped that the other team didn't, that might be what just tips the scale. I yeah. mean, you can find a, a million little things in a season, but, you know, a loss to a team that's not ranked in the top 150 or 100 or wherever, 
you know, maybe Bradley ends up, and I don't know. I mean, I need to go look before I. But but you know what I'm saying. I mean, games like this do matter. Every game matters to to some degree. Yeah, uh, and. With the SEC, I thought you asked a good question weeks ago about how many conference wins is it going to take to win the SEC or hold a share of the SEC regular season title. And I kind of like the number 14. I think you and I kind of agreed on that. The SEC, Alabama, Tennessee, Auburn. I know Kentucky hasn't been as good as maybe we initially thought. Mississippi State has been the surprise team. It's going to be tight. So it is crucial in those games. You play Auburn on the road January 7th and Alabama home January 11th. That is two crucial games back-to-back to start your conference play. Hey, Riley Farm Dental is at the entrance to Riley Farms and provides every type of dental care and procedure for you and your family. Whether it's general dentistry, you need your teeth cleaned every six months, braces for the kids, implants, cosmetics. Uh, there are so much. I was over seeing Dr. Sparkman last week. It is amazing some of the other things he does with sleep apnea. And many other things, even with, with infants and children, uh, pretty incredible some of the work that him and Dr. Nand and Dr. Farmer do to make their patients' lives better and more comfortable. Riley Farm Dental, 5901 Riley Park Drive, Suite A at the entrance to Riley Farms, just off Highway 71, 226-3500 for an appointment. That's 479-226-3500. Or uh, see more online at RileyFarmDental.com. Chuck hasn't given his opinion about Dow Loggins and Trey Knox. We'll let him do that coming up. Plus, his thoughts on Mike Leach passing at 61. Arkansas's home for the best sports talk. Got my keg in the freezer. We're ready to get this thing rolling and go home, baby. You're listening to The Morning Rush. First Western Bank. We are more than just a bank. We are your partner for all your financial services. First Western has real professionals with years of experience in banking, mortgage, insurance, and investments. From financial services to personal and business insurance to investment products, mortgages, and small business banking. First Western with locations throughout Northwest Arkansas and the River Valley and online at firstwestern.com. Exceptional financial services all in one place. First Western Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You're listening to the Bud Light Next Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light Next is for the next era of beer drinkers with zero carbs and only 80 calories. A little more apropos now with Oklahoma coming into the league. So, I mean, I, I think that was basically a welcome. Happened a lot back in the early 90s. I was not surprised. That's just, uh, that's just part of the fun. All right, keeping it going here on a What's Your Beef Wednesday. I know Chuck has a, had a chance to give his opinion, at least on this show, on Dow Loggins and Trey Knox. Did it on the latest edition of the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast, and we will talk about all that momentarily. We are brought to you by Wheels RV, five miles west of exit 72 off of I-49 in Springdale. The best brands, the best prices, the best service. Lee J, Chris, they have trained their team. They've got a, a, got a great team. B, they know how to take care of a customer. And uh, it's not just showing you exactly what you're looking for and need, but it's under- understanding what you're looking for. for. For guys like me, if you walk on the lot at wheels, you may not know what you want. They're going to show you the options, the features, and before uh, it's all said and done, you and your family will have the perfect RV for what you want. Some of you have been camping for years and know exactly what you're after. They can help you find it. They'll get it for you. They'll make it ready and uh, make the experience seamless and easy from financing to service after the sale to on-site storage. 
Not many places have that available where you can store your uh, RV in the off season. It's all at Wheels RV, five miles west of Exit 72, off of I-49 in Springdale. Seek, explore, and discover with Wheels RV. Chuck, good morning. I know you're also probably distraught that TikTok might be taken away from the United States citizens. I know that's probably your beef this morning. Well, you know, it's actually good news because I, um, I waste a lot of time. How many nights do you go to bed? And you get on that phone, and you get a little TikTok going. And before you know it, like an hour's passed. And uh, I do that all the time. I waste more time watching those silly videos. So it's probably a good thing in the grand scheme of things. I think a lot of parents probably feel that same way. Hey, I'm an old guy, and I still do it. Reels on Facebook, I guess, is the same thing as TikTok. It's an interface. Yeah, I... Next thing you know, you've been on there an hour. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Right. It's hard to do. It's harder to go to sleep. But boy, today. our lives are enriched, and I feel so much smarter when it's over. So, well, the 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 better method is to just get on to the Hit That Line Podcast Network and listen to every podcast before you go to bed, like the latest one that Chuck just put out this morning. <laughs> yeah, that'll put you to sleep, Chuck. Uh, right. <laughs> Dow Loggins. I know this was uh, some reports out last week, and it became official that uh, he's heading to South Carolina. Yeah, and I mean, that's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think it's a big surprise. I mean, it's really, I mean, life goes on, and I think for a lot of people, you know, the page is turning as we speak. But, you know, that's a no-brainer. I mean, the guy, uh, he had an opportunity to go be an offensive coordinator at an SEC school. And, um, you know, as we kind of discussed Monday, I think it was probably his loyalty to Arkansas that made it such a difficult decision. But, um they don't just pass out SEC coordinator jobs. I mean, those are hard to get. And um, when someone offers you that job, and I, you know, it's not the first time he's been offered a coordinator job in the SEC. And um, but I, I, I think he probably at least doubled his money, maybe more than that. And so you know, that's one thing that we don't talk about enough. I don't think when it comes to these coaches moving around is the role that that money plays in all this. And um, you know, there's still some things that may happen here, and there's things that are going to happen at other places too. But I, we sometimes just look at it from a football perspective, and it's a you know it's a much deeper issue with well, these guys. What you said yesterday, I think, made a lot of sense that you want him to go have success in Columbia, and then possibly have a return tour maybe on so the, on the way back yeah, he's Tommy. a better candidate that way. Yeah. I mean, he's got a better collegiate res- resume, a better SEC resume, and. Yeah, I've had, I don't know, a dozen people that, hey, what about all these coaches leave? What about all this? Hey, Barry Odom left to be a head coach, and Dow leaves to be not a tight ends coach. These aren't lateral moves. He's moving up to be an OC, as we talked about yesterday, and Chuck just laid out again. I mean, they're not leaving for for equal or lesser positions with where they're going. So, I mean, they're easily explained and understood, I believe. Well, part of this, I think, is that, you know, if you're coming off a 9-4 and four season, and your defensive coordinator becomes a head coach, and your tight ends coach becomes an offensive coordinator somewhere else, it's a natural progression. You know, it's a natural progression. You've done well, and the idea that people want your coaches is completely understandable. But when you're 6-6 six and six, and you've not met expectations, sometimes we tend to think of it as a referendum on the state of the program or a referendum on the coach or a referendum on where it's going. Um, They're bailing out. You know, well, and really. That's I what do people... know that that is the sentiment among some people. Right. Um, but I also think that you got to let this whole process play out. It's kind of like a season. We like to determine the worth of the season by the middle of October. 
you can't determine this period by what's happened in the first few weeks because the way the system's set up, players got to enter the portal first before you can get them. And when a coach leaves right in the middle of recruiting, hiring that guy may not be your priority that day. You know, there's kids out there right now that they're trying to shore up, and that's their priority. Um, And it's not the first time somebody's gone out and recruited a kid without having an assistant coach or a coordinator hired. happens all the time. So let it play out. Let's see who we get in from the transfer portal. Let's see who he hires. Let's see what this staff looks like when we get past the first of the year and start getting ready for spring ball. Let's see what the roster looks like. Um, but, you know, every place out there that's losing players right now wonders what's going on. We're talking about South Carolina, all right? Let's take South Carolina as an example. Part of the reason that they're not fired up about their offense, period, is because they've got a great tight end in Jaheim Bell that's entered the transfer portal. He's leaving. They've got a great running back, that Lloyd kid, great running back. George is poaching him. He's in the portal. So they're losing players, too. Everybody is. and um, But you just have to wait until the thing settles at the end and see what you look like when it's over. I think it's the perils of the unknown that Razorback fans are kind of scared about. And you just referenced a great example. They also lost Austin Stogner, who's their other tight end. So South Carolina has been depleted, and Fort Dowell's even basically got there. So I think that what, what Arkansas fans – You've got this top 20 recruiting class. You've already brought in three guys through, or at least committed three guys through the transfer portal, but they're looking at, oh, we've lost all these guys, but this is a wait-and-see process as you talk. You're going to get more in the back end than you will on the front end of all this. There's not a single player, respectfully, there is not a single player who has entered the transfer portal That is the difference between winning a championship and not winning a championship. Not a single one. A lot of good kids, a lot of good players. Not a single one in that group's a difference maker. Period. End of story. And, um, you know, you got to go get difference makers. When you're six and six, um, you know, there's a tendency to blame the coaches. Don't blame the kids. Blame the coaches. The truth is, you know, Sometimes there's blame to be placed on coaches and blame to be placed on players. You know, if you win as a team, you lose as a team. And so, um, you know, when when you don't meet expectations, there's going to be hard changes, and not everybody's going to agree with all of them. So what kind of loss is Trey Knox? I, I think that's been the most notable name of players that's entered the portal. We've had a few leave for the NFL draft process, but what kind of loss is this of Trey Knox heading into the bowl process oh, it, and another season? It, 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 it certainly affects the bowl game. I think it affects the bowl game more than it affects anything. Um, my suspicion is that Trey Knox wants to go to a place where they throw the ball 40, 45 times a game. That's what receivers want, guys. Um, they want to go places where they throw the ball 40, 45 times. Um, you know, I think if the truth were told, that's, you know, had something to do with Mike Woods going to Oklahoma. Didn't work out quite the way he thought it would. Um, but I think that's part of this too. And, um, um, you know, Trey's a good player. I'm not knocking anything Trey's done. In fact, I praised him long and hard during this football season because he made the move to tight end. He was just another guy at wide receiver, but he made the move to tight end and he became a really good player. And whoever gets him, I suspect it may be South Carolina now, but 
you know, I'm not so sure Knox wouldn't have been gone regardless. So, you know, but he's gone, and, you know, it affects the bowl game again, I think, more than it does going forward because you're recruiting a bunch of guys right now that you're planning on playing. So you brought up an interesting point that I was thinking about when it came to what Arkansas does offensively, that uh, the idea that you want to go somewhere as a wide receiver where they throw it 40 to 50 times a game. Is it going to be difficult for Arkansas, as good as a recruiter Kenny Guyton seems to be, to pull in top-tier wide receivers? Is that's never going to be something that Arkansas is probably going to end up doing? Well, I think they'll pull in top 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 shelf wide receivers yes yes i think they will i think they got top shelf wide receivers on the team right now um you know um you'd like to get at all the positions and i think this is fair to say at all the positions um you want to recruit better than what you've recruited so far i mean what you've recruited so far is good you got a good team uh, but if you're going to crack that glass ceiling i mean you you know you got to go get better guys and so um I think at all the positions that that's that's something they're going to have to do. Six and six means change. I mean, it's just inevitable. that's right. That's exactly Roster, right. Roster coaches. I mean, to sit here and think everything needs to stay the same at six and six is just it's it's a it's a crazy thought. So I mean, well, we shouldn't be taken aback or caught off guard by maybe the the volume of change. People three weeks ago or two weeks ago were saying this is unacceptable <laughs> something's got to change well, well all right is. things are changing yeah and you got to let the process play out and see what it looks like when it's all said and done you know what it tells me it tells me it's unacceptable to sam Pippen. he didn't need to be prodded or forced into making change and you know it's part part of it you know, the biggest part of this is upgrading the roster as far as the volume of change i mean maybe the more impactful is barry odom and Dow Loggins because they they span more seasons than a player perhaps but uh, in in the recruiting aspects but um, you know this this was inevitable that to, to see a, quite a bit of change particularly in today's transfer portal world. Well, on the subject of change, Tucker asked, when is the expectation when the defensive coordinator hire should be made? Are we surprised it hasn't happened yet? What is the what is the timeline? No, that, I'm that not surprised. Like? I mean, if 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 you look historically at every place, I mean. Um, you know, there are times, I'm sure, you know, situationally, maybe making a quick hire is, is important. But generally speaking, um, you want to make the best hire. And look, the good ones are, you know, they still got stuff going on. Um, you know, the really good ones still got meaningful stuff that's ahead of them. And so um, I, I'm, I'm quite certain that they'll have one in place soon. You know, signing period's gonna. You know, when it opens back up, I'm 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 sure they'll have somebody in place by then, or at least I would think they would. Lots of times, when coaches, head coaches, talk to recruits, they give them a pretty good idea about the direction they're going. Lots of times, there are reasons. You may know who you're going to hire, but there are reasons why you don't announce it at a particular time. And I just think every situation's different. Yeah, I think, like many things in life, hey, this deal may be done already but like you say you can't announce because this guy over here has still got a job to do but in principle if you will sam Pittman and a candidate may have may have reached an agreement and we're just not ready to, to let the world know yet right I mean, I, that, I that mean, happens in in our worlds all the time hey i'm going to come over and join your team do this but you know we're you know the public doesn't know about it for till it happens you know right. but it's, it's the talks have been going on for weeks or, or months in some cases so um i don't think sam Pittman was caught off guard by any of this and was probably prepared to go into this search no i don't uh um you know 
Coaches know, coaches leave. Sam Pittman's a coach. He's a career coach. Mm. He knows how the game's played. I'm sure he's got a pretty good idea. I doubt very seriously if he was floored by any of the players that have entered the portal. Um, you know, I doubt if he's floored by what's happening on his staff or what's happened on his staff. And, um, you know, that's – head coaches know a lot more than you think. It's kind of like we were talking that day. They're like your dad. They yeah. know everything, whether you know it or not. <laughs> well, the fan take is, or the fan sentiment is, we're going to lose every commitment on defense and we're not going to sign a soul out of the portal until we have a coordinator. And that's just not true. Well, I, I mean, uh, you know – I'm going to be candid here. I think Barry Odom's a heck of a defensive coordinator and a heck of a guy, but I don't think Drew Sanders, for example, said, I'm leaving Alabama. I want to go play for Barry Odom. Now, I think ultimately he wanted to play for Barry Odom and wanted to play for Sam Pittman and wanted to play for the Razorbacks. But my point is, is I don't think he picked Arkansas because Arkansas had a defensive coordinator in place and somebody else didn't. I, I don't. I, I just don't think in this era um, that – is perhaps as big a factor as some think. Now, look, if a guy's recruiting a player, I mean, he's the one recruiting him, and he leaves. Well, obviously, you better be in that house the minute he walks out because it's your job then to, you know, keep what he's gotten. And so I'm sure that's gone on here, and I'm sure it goes on everywhere. And that's just that's just kind of how it works this year. This is – or this – this in, in this era um, – you know, head coaches make a lot of money. Right now, they got a lot of headaches. I mean, that's just kind of how it works it. right now. <laughs> They're earning, They're it, earning right it right now. Yeah. That's 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 exactly right. Hey, I'll tell you somebody who else earns it and earns your business every time you work with them, and that's Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. That was my experience with them. I partnered with them to sell a home and buy a home, and both times it really exceeded my expectations. You know, you want somebody that knows what's going on, or at least I do, and um, you know, they understood the market. Everything changes. I mean, and we all got stuff going on. We think we're smart about all that stuff. But, but in reality, you do need a pro. And that's what I like best about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. They understand the market, which helps, them un- which helps them understand how to negotiate, which ultimately helps you get from contract to close. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale and Bentonville, Fort Smith, Branson, Missouri. You're going to see their yellow signs, and you can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. Our number is 877-377-6963, where Ryan in Hot Springs is waiting. Ryan, go ahead, man. You're on the morning rush. So I, I was listening to you all, and uh, you, had, you posed the question with the offense that we're running, can we get good receivers? I would pose this – I would pose – I would answer your question with this question, Ty. Do you know where two of the most legendary receivers in the last 20 years – you know where they come from? I'm assuming you're going to say Arkansas. No, <laughs> Georgia Tech. Talking you know, about Calvin, the, Calvin Johnson, and who's the other one? Demarius Thomas. Okay, and an offense that did not throw the ball very much, and we throw—I would say we probably throw it at least two to three times more than they do. So I think we throw it enough to get receivers in here, and I, I just think we've got to do—we just got to make sure we just make good evaluations. And um, that's just kind of my two cents. I hope you all having a great day and go hogs. Uh, good, good point, Ryan. So let's talk about evaluations for a sec. So you remember when Justin Stepp brought in four four-star wide receivers? Shamar Nash didn't play a lick. TQ Jackson didn't play a lick. Trey, he had a better senior season. Uh, had a good, decent freshman season. Not so much sophomore and junior year. And then we know what Traylon Burks was for this university. So 
it's sometimes like for Arkansas, the evaluation process, you have to hit it better than the other blue bloods you go against because they have the luxury of, well, we got two or three more guys here. You have to hit that. I think what you just said is true. Just because you run the football doesn't mean you can't have good wide receivers. But to what the point that Chuck made earlier is also valid. Some guys just want to be in an offense that you throw it 40, 50 times a game so they have what they think is more opportunities. You can't catch what's not thrown. Yeah. <laughs> That's just there's not many running plays for the tight end unless you're at the goal line, I guess. So, Well, I, you know, too, look at um, – you know, look at what some of these guys and, – and, you know, we had a player leave and went to another school, and he thought, you know, he's going to catch a lot more balls, and it just didn't work out no. that way. I mean, just, just, just because they do what you like doesn't mean you fit into their plans. Well, I'm just glad there's no players in the portal that think they're better than they really are, and then they find out when they get to the other place that, yeah. hey, maybe I'm not as talented as I thought I was. It, it maybe it was, wasn't the coach. Do you got- but that, that happens, too, where – you know, players think they're being underutilized when the reality is the coach they have now, and this I'm mean, this isn't an Arkansas deal. This isn't generalizing. Um, can't utilize you their offense because you don't have the skills. Do you have a different opinion on someone, the value of what you lost if they go to a better school or a top tier school, like for Slusher, Jackson, Knox, if they all go to an SEC school, does that change your opinion on what you lost? But if they go lower, are you like, oh, it wasn't that big of a deal? Well, I think naturally, yeah. I mean, that's 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 you know that's that's what you naturally feel as a fan. If you see a guy go to a big school and play great, I mean, you think, man, I wish he was still here. Um, but there's a lot more of those guys that fall into that latter category. No one wants their um, ex girlfriend to date someone that's better looking and makes more money. You know, that's you know, just the reality of it. So, but 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 most of the time, you know, um, most of the time when you do that, you come up short at the end of the day and a lot of these guys the vast majority of these kids that are entering this portal thinking they're going to get more playing time somewhere else they may but it's not going to be at that level and what they're going to find when they get there is that a lot of the extras that they take for granted at these big schools the travel and the pampering and all the things that they get um, it may not be like that in Conference USA. Well, <laughs> uh, it just may not be like that. And you'd know this better than than we would, Chuck. That the the meals and the, what's provided in that Jones Center, the no, n- it's nutritionally, the, I don't think even going to another I, SEC school, you're going to equal that. When you throw out the cliche, best days of your life, <laughs> man, that is so true. As Houston oh Nuts my deal, God, yeah. that is so true. Yeah, they they spend more money. I mean, you've seen the stat. They spend more money right. on food than any college in the country. But but what I'm saying, just going to another SEC school, I don't think there's probably, you know, 13 other ones just like that out there or even close to even have to – I bet not every SEC school has a place you can just go get something to eat like that anytime you want. You can, they got an app. You know, everything that Arkansas does from a nutritional standpoint mm-hmm. – I think it's second to none from what I understand. Well, they do, and the big schools are able to do that because they've got the funding. And my point is is that – and it's not just food. I mean, it's – you know, there's there's all kinds of little you – know, just from the travel. I, I mean, everything's first class. Everything's what you dream as a kid that you might have an opportunity to do. Everything's like that. And so um, – you know, life's not always as good at other spots. Well, you think it's going to be that way everywhere, but it's not. Even the facilities are better in college than yeah. the pros. I mean, Tyler Wilson, when he was on with us on the regular, 
say, you know, you go to these practice facilities, practice facilities in the pros, a lot of them don't even have indoors or they have the bubble they'll throw up. I mean, you think it's better when you get to the NFL and it's a step back in a lot of ways. Well, as a college player, you feel the love. As a pro, it's not quite like that. No. Um, I mean, it's a cold, cutthroat <laughs> business. And look, college sports is becoming more and more like that. But I can assure you, those kids every day, if uh, if they're minding their P's and Q's, they are feeling the love in a way that 10 years from now, when they look around at work, they're going to say, boy, nobody loves me like they did at college. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going to be like that. It's a little, uh, little different. And I know some baseball players have spoken to when they go to the minors or even professional, oh, yeah. uh, like at MLB teams, it's like, it's not close what you have. You're, now, you're talking about first class. Tommy, when do you think the last time Chuck has actually rode in coach? 20 years? <laughs> 15 oh, years. I ride in coach. I ride in coach. I promise you. He Private sits by jets, the coach. You know, he he's in coach if he's sitting jets, by the coach. I can class. assure you, when, uh, <laughs> when that plane's loaded up, I'm cramped in the back. I promise you that. Well, I heard uh, a few weeks ago, though, on uh, Sam Pittman's show, though, you get an aisle seat, apparently. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah, well, apparently you know, he uses his pool to get maybe, his aisle seat. May, maybe that does come with seniority you mean, I don't know you mean you don't want the middle seat up with the offensive <laughs> lineman I've done that but no that's 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 not my preference <laughs> all right hour two coming up we're brought to you by the fence man the company you can trust if you need a fence built whether it's at work you know on occasion we gotta have fences built around tower sites and transmitter sites that kind of thing Boom, you call the fence man. They know exactly what you need. Tall fence, razor wire. You need something that looks good around your house, they can build that, whether it's a wood privacy fence. I've seen a lot of custom fences and neat ideas. I think that's one thing social media gives us is ideas for things like fences. You think, well, it's just a fence. Well, you can, I'm telling you, you can doll one of these up uh, in a lot of different ways and make it look unique and different. Call the fence man. They love custom projects. They got 18-month, same-as-cash financing available as well. 7823936 at 7823936 the fence man he ain't afraid of no work we'll get an hour or two of a what's your beef wednesday coming up i want to talk about mike leach a little bit i know chuck hasn't had a chance really to to give his thoughts we touched on it a little bit this morning but with mike leach you can spend hours upon hours so we'll kick off hour number 2 talking a little bit about him and i got a good morning rush daily question for you if your friend leaves his credit card in your possession is it your obligation to max it out we'll talk about that in an hour or two stay with us it's the morning rush at joshua's fine jewelry we specialize in getting you exactly what you want custom jewelry professional repairs we can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine we can mark any shape or design you need company logos fingerprints religious symbols even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever we can also engrave on other materials glass wood plastic just ask you can get what you want without settling for less we can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake come see nathan and let him tell you all the details you can get exactly what you want at joshua's fine jewelry in beautiful downtown russellville core jewelry chuck barrett here i know a thing or two about making great calls in arkansas And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pasco Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pasco have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pasco protection plan. Call the pros at Pasco and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pasco Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. 
Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. I'd like an answer to the question, Judge. The court will wait for an answer. So I, I guess we can do a two-part question here. My dad wanted to remind y'all about the Texas-Oklahoma story, Tommy, that we addressed in hour number one, that where Mike Leach intentionally faked 20 plays when he was the offensive coordinator of the Oklahoma Sooners to let Texas GAs and coaches find it, only to run the complete opposite of those plays. And I think they went up 17-0. So on that point, what is your favorite Mike Leach story? And then I'll ask the other question in just a sec. Well, I'm like Chuck. I didn't. And I didn't personally know any story I've got. It's just what's been put on yeah. TV somewhere. I mean, I, I always enjoyed when they had him. I mean, sometimes I thought they they tried to force it a little bit too much on SEC Now or so, or SEC Media Days. But um, you know, so any story I got would be one that you know, would be personal. Yeah. But uh, well, you know, he no, always had a story, whether it was Halloween candy or you know what you should do with a wedding. He he was always quick with an answer. Well, that's because they didn't ask him why he did that on third and four. Um, you know, you could talk about candy corn, and everybody loved that. The thing that I uh, remember about Leach was um, 1998, uh, Little Rock, uh, when he was the offensive coordinator at Kentucky, and Tim Couch was his quarterback. Um, I certainly remember that. You know, when he went to Oklahoma, he was at Oklahoma one year. He went and got Josh Heupel out of a junior college. He signed Jason White. And he got Nate Hibble out of Georgia. That's a pretty good haul in one year's time. Well, national champion quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, not bad. So you touched on that Little Rock story. Here's what he had to say about that. Little Rock, Arkansas, that's the last place I ever played. Entirely concrete structure. It's as if you had a football game in the neighbor's basement and all the kids were yelling louder than hell. And you could tell when you were starting out. So you clap your- on the Little Rock, I, I didn't know that. He thought that until again. I think he said that in 2017. That's pretty, but it's pretty crazy that that ended up being the case. That that was the loudest place that he said he'd ever. Hey, I'm going to tell you when David Barrett picked that pass off, went down the sideline for a touchdown. That's as loud as I've heard it. I promise you. It's pretty cool. I, and that place, I mean, for for its size, holds its sound well. The way that bowls in. So I mean, we've all had a moment there somewhere where it, it was deafening loud. Well, in 1998, stadiums generally speaking, weren't as big as they are now. Uh, you can be really loud with 55,000 now, and it's not going to sound by comparison the way it did in 98, because there's a lot of bigger places now that sound a lot louder. So that's a serious one. On a more funnier one, I have still have my buddy's credit card in my possession. Have you guys ever had one of your friends leave his credit card or get anything like that? Should I do anything with that said credit card? Should I max it out? Well, only, if you it don't want, only if you don't want him to be your friend. You've never never accidentally purchased something on a friend's credit card or accidentally <laughs> used. <laughs> now, here's one so, thing we did do. Some people might call that theft. I, 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 mean, yeah, I don't know. You know, it could be, it could be a felony. But now, this is just a hypothetical, of course. Here, here's one one trick we pulled on a we we stopped to eat after game one night, and a, but we all you know paying our tabs out. He he left his debit card and said, hey. Give her a tip. I'm going to go outside and smoke. I'll meet you out the truck. Well, 
we fixed him right up. You know, of course, you get two copies. We left an appropriate tip on the one that stayed with the restaurant. On the one we gave him, though, on about a $20 tab, we'd left her a $50 tip. And uh, we let him think that all the way home. So he thought we had... Uh, you know, played monkey business with his credit card there for a little bit. He didn't but, pull out the old ha- app that you could see what you paid for it? No. I mean, why would we tell him to do that? That would ru- have ruined the joke. No, I'm saying he didn't think to do that, that you guys were lying. No, this him. guy's not very smart. That so. doesn't. <laughs> no. And I hope he heard that. So, but uh, no, I've never, you know, I, I wouldn't commit fraud. Maybe you would. That tells me, that's what it tells me, Chuck, never to leave your debit card with Ty. Uh, I was going to say, it's a lesson hy- learned. It's yeah. a hypothetical. I wouldn't actually do that. Mm-hmm. I'm just I think asking, you were waiting I don't in. actually have the credit card. If you possession. were waiting for approval, if you were waiting for one of us to say, yeah, Ty, go uh, go yeah. buy some stuff today. Go on a spin. Yeah, max it out. Yeah, no, that, I'm yeah. not going to say that to you. All right, it's your Morning Rush Daily Question brought to you by Red River Dodge in Heber Springs, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer. Log on at redriverdodge.com. This hour of Chuck Barrett on the Morning Rush is presented by V's Barbershop with two locations in Rogers and Bentonville. Visit V's Barbershop online at vbarbershop.com or in person and see why V's is a cut above the rest. So just give everyone a heads up. We're going to get a chance to talk with Eric Musselman, Devontae Davis, and Nick Smith Jr. later on today. Going to hear from Ben Souders, the new strength and conditioning coach. And then on Friday, we'll get a chance to talk with Coach Pittman. I would guess that's probably the coach that you want to hear most from this week what are some questions you think arkansas fans have right now we're some burning questions that they want answered pounding the gavel as you like to say what they well, want, which, which, where you want to start basketball football I mean, with, with Pittman. with Pittman, okay yeah. i mean because you, you listed a long list of people there we're going to hear from i think Pittman, the number one thing people want to know about right now the people the question i get and i'm sure you do too chuck when we're going to hire dc I don't think he'll be very forthright, but I think that's the question that's got to be asked to at least get him to, to not answer it. Well, someone will ask it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, someone will ask it, and, you know, we'll we'll be updated. I, I, th- I think what people want more than anything is just to, you know, and it's just being a fan. I mean, you want to know what's going on. Sometimes there's a reason why you don't know. Sometimes they don't know the answer yet. Um, you know, we all want an immediate answer. And, um, you know, here's the deal. Things like this happen. Uh, right in the middle of recruiting, and um, those those guys you're after are the priority. Those are the ones that you're after. Now, obviously, he's not going to be able to speak by name uh, about those guys um, until they're signed. But, um, yeah, I'm sure somebody will ask him about that, and he'll give us an update. I don't know what the fan base percentage-wise is splits. I know there's some people that are a little tense right now what's going on. Others are kind of in the other line of camp of, well, this is just the – the college football, the coaching, the different guys that have hit the portal. What would your advice or what would you say to the fans that are a little unsure of where the state of the football program is right now, Chuck? Same thing I said in the last hour. I mean, the very same thing. I mean, you can repeat it until you're blue in the face. I mean, I hear what you're asking, but I mean, um, you know, I, 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 I echo what I said last hour. Yeah. I, I, no one's confidence should be shaken in the state of the program. I mean, your your leader's intact. People come and go. He, he, this is where, you know, th- these are probably the most stressful two or three weeks of his year. And you think, well, no, it's got to be Bama week or it's got to be the week you're playing LSU. No, these are the most intense, stressful times, I think, in the calendar year for Sam Pittman. 
No doubt about it. But, you know, you prioritize just like all of us do when we're busy. I mean, you prioritize, and that's what he does. And here's the thing. When you talk about, Ty, you were saying, what, what, what questions would you want asked? What you really are asking is what questions do you want answered? Yeah. That's what you're really asking. And there may not be an answer. There may not be an answer that makes you happy. And, um, but that doesn't mean that you won't get an update. Obviously, there's going to be an update. But what, what, what you're really wanting is an answer. And I don't know that you're going to get that in the time frame that you want. Do you think this time right now, based on kind of how they ended the season, is tougher on them than when we first got here? Do you think that he's facing more difficult opposition? No. It's always that honeymoon. No, no. The, the roster's no. better now than oh. it was then, I think. No, I mean, as, as, as he said, that first year, they were just looking for guys that like them. I mean, uh, they didn't have much to sell. Uh, they didn't have much to pitch. They were just trying to find guys that like them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a different deal now. What about and the players' side of things? I completely agree with. But what about from the fans' vantage points? Because I think Arkansas fans would have been okay with one or even two wins in year one. They got three, and they probably could have had one or two more. Do you think that with the the fan portion, as our listeners this morning, do you think that's changed with that pressure based wow. on where they are now relative? Well, to sure. I mean, but that's natural. I mean that that I mean. There'd be something wrong if it didn't work that right. way. No one, no one should be happy with 6-6. Six and six. Well, no. I don't, get I, the, I don't get the impression that Sam Pittman is either. Well, here's, here's, here's the deal. When you're over, um, you know, you win some games, everybody's happy. And then they expect you to do it all the time. Every program out there thinks they have this rich national championship tradition and they're entitled to nine or ten wins every year. Every program out there thinks that. Yeah. And so, look, when a new coach comes in, there's a reason he comes in, because you fired the guy before. Generally speaking, you fire the guy before because you weren't any good. And so a new guy comes in, he instills some optimism. You win some games you weren't winning before, everybody's happy. Then everybody expects you to do it all the time. And we have this silly barometer as fans that if you don't get better next year, you're, you're going backwards. And that's stupid. But people think that. And, um, you know, that's it happens here, happens everywhere. Whether it's fair or foul, I think when people saw that Sam got a raise, they expected either them to stay the same as last year or be even better. They had preseason accolades. They had all these things that were supposedly going for them with a returning starting quarterback, something Kendall's never had. That was the perception that fans had well, heading into the season, whether that's right or not. That was the consensus of this fan base. Ty, you always like to ask questions. How many times we won 10 games? In how many years? No, uh, ever. Ever? 2010, 2011, 2006. My point is this. My point is this. We went 9-4 and last year. Our coach was given a raise, appropriately, given the market. Um, and so now, as a result of that raise, you're going to ask him to do something the next year. The next year, that has been done only a handful of times in the program's history. That's not a realistic expectation. And I think to that point, for example, Ole Miss had never won 10 regular season games till Kiffin did it last year. Think about that. Ole Miss had never won 10 regular season games until 2021. That's a, I mean, how long have they been playing football? Probably the same as Arkansas. So that, that puts it in perspective. I, I, I get where you're coming from, Chuck, that he just shouldn't be expected to do better. I'm just telling you, and you know this better I didn't than I do. say you're not expected to do better, Ty. I'm saying that the idea 
that you can win nine games one year and you're automatically expected to win ten the next year, that's not a realistic expectation. It does not mean that the arc of your program should not continue to rise. You should. But the idea that you're going to measure, are we making progress or are we falling backwards, the idea that you're going to measure that in one year, that's not how a program works. That's just not how it works. Uh, There's going to be an ebb and a flow. And, look, they hit a bump in the road this year, and they'll acknowledge that. And that's why all these changes are coming that you and everybody else are freaking out about. That's what happens when you do this. Oh, whoa, 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 hold up. I'm not freaking when have you heard me? I, I'm don't just get asking, defensive. Don't get uh, defensive you, on you, me. What you just did too. So hold on. I just asked. I just I'm said, not doing this, Ty. I'm not doing. I did, this. Chuck. I'll ask. I just ask questions, and I do this because you guys have been in the industry longer, and I'm trying to learn on stuff. Again, I'm growing as a radio host while I'm doing this, and I'm asking fans what they think about this. So when you have again, what you said on the podcast, I thought hit straight on. We would not feel the same way. This if they had been nine and four this season, these coaches were going. But because it happened after six and six season, it's different. And so I get that vantage point. But this idea that I'm freaking out about all this, I I don't think I've done that since I've been on. One thing I think Sam Pittman could should be asked, and maybe he can address is what are you looking for in a defensive coordinator? I think that that to me is what's interesting. Maybe he'll give you some insight. What kind of philosophy do you want that coordinator to have? What, you know, do you want something that's more aggressive that likes to, to blitz as much as, as Barry Odom did at times? Do you want someone that really believes in a four man front versus a three man front? You know, I don't know that you're going to get into the nuts and bolts, but Chuck, I'd like to, you know, kind of hear what, what he's looking for, what boxes he wants to check when he's replacing Barry Odom. And I would suspect on Friday when he speaks to the media, if we don't hear, who the new coordinator is going to be, I would suspect that you will hear him go through what he's looking for, um, what the ideal candidate would have. And, um, you know, again, he he may know who it's going to be. He's just not announcing it. I don't know. But, yeah. uh, um, you know, it's um, uh, I'm sure we'll get an update. Again, we may not get a definitive answer. And if that's what people want, they may be disappointed. But I think that we'll get an update. Maybe you're getting a guy that is still competing in a premier bowl game that you can't pull him away right away because he's playing. He's yeah. again coaching in a game that is of caliber and in a game that of, is of consequence that he can't go because he's either trying to win a national championship or a Rose Bowl, whatever the case may be. That yeah, would make well, sense I mean, as that's, well. That's what I was saying last hour. That I mean, you know, the the good ones are still working. Yeah, and you know, uh, there's also dominoes that are going to fall with other other places that make changes with either head coach or coordinator if other people can become available you're you know i don't think it's just the coordinator that's going to change at arkansas i think we all you know should know in our, our minds there's gonna be probably a, a significant change chuck in the defensive staff well if you bring a coordinator in from outside and i'm just speaking generally if you bring a coordinator in from outside it's going to be a whole new system and there may be new people when you promote from within generally you keep a similar philosophy tweak still probably have some new people come in so and, and and i'm speaking generally not not just about our situation here just that um you know that's kind of how it works when you promote from within um you keep a lot of the same ideals and when you bring a new guy in it's generally 
over time, it's going to be a total change. He may coach what he has initially, but he's bringing in a system most of the time. Yeah. Chuck, one play, one thing you got to have for the holidays is a great looking haircut. You do indeed. You got to look good for the, all where them go. photos. You got to be ready. It's full service. That's what I like about them. That means they do a lot more than just provide a great haircut. Um, they believe a haircut should be a ritual. Uh, and really a nostalgic experience if you want to use, uh, you know, if you want to use terms like that. You know, they've got old-fashioned hot leather. Uh, they've got straight-edge razor shaves. And they really do set a new standard for barber shops. It's not just a haircut. It's not just, you know, a certain age group. They cover seniors, kids, you know, regardless of your age, edge-up, shampoo. Now, I don't know if you'd take your kid in for a facial and a massage, but for an older guy, not that bad a deal. Straight razor shaves, mustache trims, neck shaves. They'll shine your shoes, and they've got locations that are convenient. In northwest Arkansas, they're on 14th Street in Bentonville. They're just west of 71B. They're also in Rogers in the Pleasant Crossing Shopping Center. If you're in central Arkansas, they're on Cantrell Road and Chenal Parkway, and you can log on to V barbershop.com i remember being i'm sorry i remember being like seven or eight years old and i wanted to get one of them shaves like dad with a, oh yeah and they took me in put, there and put that hot shaving that cream lather on, on me and then use the back side of the razor <laughs> <laughs> and i thought that was the biggest thing that's in the exactly world at about right. seven years old that's exactly right <laughs> sorry Ty. you're good man let's talk to david who's in south arkansas this morning what's up david uh, good morning, gentlemen. Enjoying the conversation y'all are having. Just a couple of points that maybe you could discuss a little bit. I was y'all were talking about the transfer portal, and I don't know as far as accountability, who monitors, who's in charge, or what. But I was reading about a guy in the FCS, a quarterback at I believe Sacramento State. They were playing South Dakota State or somebody in the playoffs. This guy, and I had to read the article several times. It was on ESPN.com. This guy is in his seventh year with five different teams, and he still might be transferred. Like, who's in charge of that? And also, a little bit of difference with the way Pittman came in. He got everybody together and said, all we have in this room, we've got it in this room. All we need is in this room. And Deion Sanders goes to Colorado and says, basically, I hope you guys transfer and get out of here because I got a bunch of people coming in. And just wondering how y'all think that would sit with the players there. Is that a good thing to do right off the bat or more of the Pittman thing? But anyway, guys, thank you very much. Oh, and I already have my Chiefs playoff tickets reserved, so go Chiefs. (laughs) All right, well, best of luck to your Chiefs in the playoffs. I I think it's probably a combination of the two. Uh, with Pittman, I know that that phrase has been echoed. What did, what did Moore say again? Got to wait till my players get here. I'm paraphrasing on that, but I know. I mean, Chuck, you've said it before. Motivation. Guys get motivated when they're on the practice field. I'm trying to find your replacement out of the portal, whatever coaches say. And there's a little give and take there. I think. Yeah, I don't think Dion said anything that's not been said before. Um, he just said it with the cameras rolling, and um, you know, every situation's different. I mean, every situation's different. I mean, Dion. part of the reason Dion was hired at Colorado was to bring some guys with him, which he's going to do. And, um, you know, but he's not the first coach to say that, and he won't be the last. And it depends on the situation. Sometimes that's the message that needs to be given. Um, sometimes it's not the message that needs to be given. He obviously felt like it was there. And 
I guess we'll see over time if he's right. You bring up that Sacramento State quarterback, David. So the one that kind of stands out to me is, is JT Daniels. Started at USC, then went to Georgia, then went to West Virginia, and is now in the portal again. He's going to be on his fourth Power Five, what I assume school. That's in what's four gonna years. Get fixed. That's yeah. gonna. I think they have fixed that. I think they're just some guys that still have that. Well, old setup or whatever. Part of it, you know, they've got the one-time transfer rule now. But once you become a graduate, and that's why a lot of these kids race to graduate in three years, because that's what opens up your opportunities for you. Um, once, you once, once you're a graduate, you can transfer and go do whatever you want. There's no sitting out. There's, there's no doing any of that. Can you transfer twice as a graduate? I'm not sure if you can transfer twice or not, but I, I think... I think once you're a graduate, I, I'm not sure they can tell you what to do at that I, I th- point. I think you can because yeah. that's what uh, I asked because I don't know. Hold up. Well, Vance, hey, Vance Jackson did because he guys, we got th- we got guys on our basketball team that are at their third school. Yeah. So I, I yeah, I, but COVID I mean, messed with some of that, and then some of it did. Point. Some of it did, and that you know that'll cycle out as we go. But um, you know this is uh, this is how it's played now. I mean, and we're not immune from it. Some sometimes it helps you, sometimes it doesn't. Let's talk to Jr. Who's in Shady Grove? Good morning, Jr. Morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good, man. Hey, just just a quick fan perspective here. Um, I I really, you know, I think I think Coach Odom did good for what he was dealt with this year, um, as far as injuries go. Um, the only thing that needs to be addressed would be, you know, what we do offensively because right there at the second half of the season against Liberty, against Missouri, I mean, and then the Ole Miss game, it's just like two different teams took the field, um, you know, and the play calling. I, you guys go back and look. I don't think that we ever, when we when we received the kickoff, did we ever have a series where we went down and made it inside the 20-yard line. I think that we were three and out most most of the time. We ended up with the ball. They struggled uh, on that first possession. You're right. They did. They did. And you know, just just some of the play calling. You know, I I, I hope I hope that that really does get addressed because it seems like when we get inside the twenty thirty yard line, uh, we try to do some cute stuff. You know, to try to call something different, and most of the time, it all blew up on us. You know, like handing Trey Knox the ball off down there in that Missouri game. I mean. That was just, you know, where, where do you, where, how do you address that? You know, is that something that Sam sits down with with Browse and says, "Listen, let's let's just do what we do." Well, I know there's a lot of focus on that goal line situation. I think to really accurately assess that, um, you've got to go back and you got to break down those 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 four plays or, or those three plays. And you know, was it the play call or was it the guy who missed a block? Um, you know, I think you've got to first off have the, you know, know what you're watching when you're breaking down film. But sometimes when a play doesn't work, well, it's a bad play call. But sometimes it was a good call and a guy just blew his assignment. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. 
For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.